This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hey guys, welcome back. So myself and my dad here today, and we, I, I wanted to do this. I actually saved this several, back in, I think July, I had screenshot these and I was like, man, I want to do a podcast on this and talk about this because it's just great. Um, starting talking points, man, my throat's getting dry. And uh, so I thought it'd be good. We're not necessarily going to talk exactly about what this, these little things I saved were, but it's like a talking starting point. And one of it, one of the things was to me, the biggest thing is self-discipline and being able to, uh, which is hard for no, okay. Like say for instance, like Cam Haynes or Goggins, like you're, we were, we've said, mentioned their names a few times in the last couple episodes, but though all that is, is self-discipline. Those guys have self-discipline. It's not easy. It's not any easier for them to get out of bed than it is for you and me at three o'clock in the morning. Okay, so and we do that kind of stuff too. We we're, we're disciplined in certain things. There's other places we could get more better on, right? Like exactly. all this, we can always get better. And I guarantee, if you ask Cam Haynes or Dave or Goggins, they're like, "Yeah, we could get better at things too." And you're like thinking, "How oh, these guys? You know, they're." But there's no way anybody on this green earth can never not get better. Mm-hmm. No one's maxed out their potential. You just you don't. So I wanted to go over th- some things, some keys for success. And this is a lot, this episode will be a lot about me talking to myself, me and you feeding off each other and you talking to yourself and you guys listening to encourage you guys. I like being inspirational. Plus, and you're, you're accountable. Yes. Like once you spoke it. Once I spoke it. You're accountable to make that difference. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people don't like saying things because they don't want to be. And I totally get that. I've held back on being accountable things because I didn't want because once I commit, 
the stubbornness in me or whatever you want to call it in me is like, I will not let that person down. I mean, I've let plenty of people down, but what I'm saying is like, okay, for instance, um, I've read the Bible in 90 days through, I don't want to exaggerate, maybe two, three, four times as, as part of all the other reading that I've done before too. But that was a specific thing. I just committed to it. It doesn't mean I'm anything special. I was like, I want to do that because it's a because di- sometimes I've done it in a year. I've read book, whatever we read. I just wanted to see, I've never done it that way. And how would that affect me getting that much word inside of me uh, in that short a period of time? And I, I'll tell you right now, if you do read the Bible at all, it's you have to try it. I, I've tried to encourage so many people that you have to try at least once in your life. It's the most unbelievable. Because what it is, it's not that you got to lead it from front to back like that to really get something out of it because his word never returns void. But, um, and you can read that much Bible every day. It's only like 15 chapters a day really is all it really is um, in, a, in a way, depending on what part of the Bible you're in. But anyways, it will change your life during that time. And uh, anyways, Matt Yarrow does that every January. January, February, March, he does it through. And he's been doing that since I got him. I talked to him about doing that. And I don't know how many times, he's been doing that for at least four, five, six years. And I still do it. I just finished a six-month one a while back. And he asked me the other day, he's going to do it with me? I go, yep. Because he, he asked me. I have to do it with him. Well, you know what? You, you, know? you have a workout partner. Yep. Tida Thomas. Uh-huh. Okay, you guys are committed, uh-huh. work out, and you hold each other accountable. Uh-huh. So I think that's good that you and Matt can actually hold each yeah. other accountable. Uh-huh. Because if I know you're doing it and I'm doing it, it gives me something. If I have a down day, maybe I'm physically don't feel like it. Like mm-hmm. I think even like Kim Haynes and them guys, they they, they feed off each they other. They feed off the energy, you know. And and the thing I would like to say about him too, from what I've noticed, I've listened to several of his things now. He didn't just wake up this way one day. No. This dude, I seen the pictures when he was younger. And that dude right there, he wasn't built like he is no. now. And uh, we look like oh, we got a tree. Trees. Every time we're, I mean, you're doing, yeah. there's action going on outside. Oh, yeah, they're I, sweeping the streets. I know that was Travis the other day. We thought someone was trying to break in his car. Yeah. And my truck's always parked there, so I never get sweeped. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, so you got to respect this dude that he's doing what he does. Yeah. And, you know. He, we all grow. We grow. We We're grow. not, you know, hold each I mean? other accountable. And and I'm not going to be a Cam Haynes right now, and I don't want to be Cam Haynes. I want to be Titus Headings, yeah. the best Titus Headings I can be. There, that's what it is right there. See, but if I'm not trying, well, the thing it is, just like I I picked up Logan to take uh-huh. him to school because I wanted to, you know, I really John Carpenter has told me different times back when he was a kid that his grandpa. Uh, they would have some really good talks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you may not pay as close attention to what your parents are saying at the time, but you you most likely will pay attention out of respect to your grandpa. Mm. That even has more time. So many times when me and John have talked about mm. out elk hunting together, he shared what his grandpa would say or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wanna, I wanted to, you know, pick up, I'd pick up Logan. I've done it twice now, pick him up. And I said, Logan, so, you know, he got some really good... Um, awards last mm-hmm. week. You know, I had the highest grade point average in his grade and stuff like that. And he's just really, it's helped him mm-hmm. big time, you know, going to the church school rather than just homeschooling. And, and so I told him, I said, Logue, I used to be a very competitive person, like competitive with me and somebody else. But really what I've learned over time 
I'm more competitive with myself now. I don't care what nobody mm -hmm. else does. Mm -hmm. Whatever they do is their business. I will try to help them, motivate them, whatever. But the bottom line is I'm not responsible for them. And in fact, when mm -hmm. I stand before God, I'm not going to say Titus or Thomas or Joe Blue did this to me. I'm only going to be accountable for what I did, right? And so I look at it the same way right now. At my age, you know, I am inspired. Like I told you, Trinity inspired me to like mm -hmm. five months ago because of what she did, not because of what she said, but because of her actions, how mm -hmm. she got in better shape. And she, she looks great. She lost weight. She's really, I, I, you know, I know how to do it. I know how to lose weight, oh, yeah. but the, com you know, that short time of commitment, but see, the thing of it is like, we've talked about first John one, uh, one three says, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So to me, the most important thing to me is spiritual, mm. but that doesn't mean that your health or finances are any less. Like mm -hmm. we talked about it, right. this up there with oxygen, right? So I have been with the same company, internet marketing company, for 27 years, between 28 and February 17th. And I've been around some incredible motivational speakers, mm -hmm. have listened to the same type because repetition causes you to remember. And when you want to learn something, just like you said when you were driving, for me, uh, I want to internalize it. I want to get it inside of me. And it becomes a part of me. And, and and if it's not my area I really want to be in, I can't listen to it one time, and you cannot internalize it mm. one time. There's just no way. And so I've listened to a lot of, mo like I listen to Billy Osbrick, Osbrick right now, and I've listened to several of his things on the YouTube several times because he uses scripture, but he, he music and everything else, and really, to me, it, it inspires me and it motivates me, and I mm. listen to it. Mm. And so repetition causes you to remember. And so um, honestly, of all the incredible books and people that I've actually had to inspire me, mm -hmm. if you want to come down to it, honestly, the vast majority of what you really listen to that inspires you or motivates you, if you want to know the truth, a lot of it, the root is in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100% is in the Bible. Like, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens <clears throat> me. They may not use Christ as an example, but the word, the Bible says, the the word is quick and power, which is alive, is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged two sword. That's just part of it. So it's alive. And I've, how many times in my lifetime have I, I memorized scripture mm -hmm. and I'm in the process of memorizing new ones. But once you got it there, once you've hit mm -hmm. it there, Everything you do in life, you can apply to it, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's invaluable to me. It's Love the only the, book I've ever read <coughs> that where that. I can keep reading the same thing over and over. Yes, and different things speak to you at different times because <coughs> yeah, it's, it's alive. It's alive. Yeah, and so a lot of these guys, like you said, will use things. They're not saying it's where it's from, and they're not necessarily. A lot of guys will admit if you ask them, like, "Yeah, that's actually comes from a biblical perspective." Um, so the, a lot of, I've seen a lot of them admit it. They're not even claiming to be anything, but they do know that they know those words hold truth. So let's, I, I, I want to be, I've always wanted to be an inspirational person. Um, people inspire me and I feed off that. And then I want to do the same. And I want people to believe in themselves because a lot of people don't believe in themselves. And you got to believe that you can do uh, all things. Yeah. Anything that you want to do, you can do it. I don't care if it's being an astronaut. I don't care if it's being a nuclear chemist. 
you can if you want to do it, I truly believe in my mind you can do it. You just have to believe that because I feel like everything that I've wanted to do, I am either striving for it or I have done it or I am doing it. And and really technically it's not like I am an astronaut. I'm not none of these things or these crazy things we look at. But it's all perspective. Yeah. Because people look at me and think, oh, I don't know how you fly a helicopter. And I'm like, it's nothing. But you know what I mean? And I may look at an astronaut and say, man, I can't. How, that's crazy you get to do that or whatever. But if that was my life goal and dream, I would have started at a young age and I would have did it. Right. I believe it. It's not because I'm better than you or you're better than me. It's because of the goals. And I want to do another podcast separately on that. Because that's something you trained and raised us to be goal oriented. But let's read, let's start this before we get all off again. We <laughs> so this guy is a he's like a marketing guy and a motivational guy. And only because he lives it, right? It's mm-hmm. not just he's just because here's the thing. I don't give a care what somebody says about motivation. If they're not living it themselves, it means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But guys that are living it every day and they're very successful, who do you think we're gonna gravitate towards, right? Mm-hmm. But Richard Yu, he named off basically six things to be successful. And if we don't get through them all, we'll do another episode on it. But uh, first one, and I was like, man, this is so true. And this is what kills us nowadays. And that is, number one, deep work. Deep work. If, you want to, if we want to be successful in our lives, he says, have three hours every day of undistracted work. And what he brings out about that is no social media. No emails, no phone calls, just three hours a day. Set that time aside, whether it's you getting up at three in the morning, two, four in the morning, whatever it is for you. And he said, staying focused and removing distractions is key if you want to accomplish more. And I thought so many times, how many times do we pick up our phone and look at it throughout the day? I think there's, you can, I think your actual iPhone will track you how many pickups. I don't know if your phone does that or I not. Don't know. It will, it will shame us if we probably look at that. Mm-hmm. How many times? If you think in your mind, how many times have I picked my phone up? For what purpose? A lot of times, it's just a habitual thing. Yeah, that you're doing. Like I'm that. doing right now, but I'm I got a purpose. No, I know, <laughs> I know. You're looking up stuff, but what I and I'm doing stuff too. I'm multi, I mean, there's a difference between multitasking, but like what I've noticed before is like, say, if I'm editing a video and I need to get this done, but as I'm videoing, bing, I look down, my phone lights up. Someone texts me. Someone Marco pulled me. I just got an email. I just got a comment on a video. My boss sent me something. How un- how distracted is your work being by that little piece of gorilla glass and plastic and rubber messing you up? Mm-hmm. I- I've done this before. On my times, I said, okay, this is very important. I got to get this done. I've left that phone in the other room and started on something at four in the morning. And it's like, wow, it's seven o'clock and I've got so much done today mm-hmm. because it was undistracted. The, the, phone, the phone thing has really been a very hurtful thing to us as humans as far okay, it's been both. It's okay. a tool. It's a tool. But the thing is about using things in moderation and knowing when to set it down and when to pick it up. I'm, I'm going to be honest and admit to you first. There's been way too many times, and I'm very ashamed to say it, that I have had that stupid thing in my hand at 8 o'clock at night when I should have been paying attention to my kids and li- focusing on what they're saying, yeah. what they're doing. Instead, I'm scrolling through some stupid thing about someone else's life. Yeah. So that's when I'm saying distractions, you, we've got to eliminate distractions out of our life. And in my life, 
I know a lot of people, and I think it's a great thing, and I've tried to do it as best as I can or have committed to, but like at six o'clock at night, if there's somebody that uses their phone a lot for business, they go put it in the other room and, and they don't touch it again for the rest of the night until they get up in the morning and their alarm goes off. You know, that being said, I know the tool has been a great, I mean, this thing right here is a computer. It's a editor. It's a fax machine. It's a printer. That's I mean, crazy, huh? it's insane. It's a marketing tool. I can't even scratch. It's a camera. It's, in, it's, in it's a it's a video. It's a camera. It's it's a lot of things. And so it's a great great tool. So stop and think what you just said there. He went through some of them kind of fast. How many people watching or listening to this podcast remember when faxes first came out? I don't know. You could probably Google it and find out. But I will tell you this: I remember being in business. And the first fax machine, this company that I was with, BAC, mm -hmm. that I was with, I was actually, that's back when I started the, uh, my company in 79. 19, it says 1964. Okay. By well, Xerox. It might, it might, I don't know, was it available to the It said public? the 1980s is when it yeah. became popular. Yeah. Anybody, right? It was probably unaffordable back then. Well, I yeah, I was going to tell you that it's because BAC, see, for seven years from 79 on, uh, actually what happened is, because of the Jimmy Carter thing, interest and all that, when I had that roof trust company, mm -hmm. I also met a guy, Ken, Ken Schaefer, who's passed away now, but he was a production manager, then became the manager of BAC there on Santa Fe. And so uh, we became very good friends. He was my best man in our wedding, but that company got a fax machine. Mm -hmm. Dude, you know how much that fax machine was? $15,000. <sighs> a fax machine for $15,000 and that thing you could stand up it was that big it was a big machine well now like computers were back in the day they were massive yeah exactly and so now i mean you can go hardly get them for nothing it's a fax machine uh copy machine and a lot of people don't even use them yeah they don't even want them anymore but um anyway so yeah all those the process at a time when you think about technology mm -hmm. what's happened in the just the last five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, you know, and, you take and, it for granted. And that distraction, mm -hmm. it's brought on. You know that. Because uh, we're talking about being successful. We're talking yeah, about. So what was that number one again? So it, basically what he was saying is three hours of undistracted work. Okay, wait. Every day. Okay, so that right there. Deep let, work. Yeah, so let's define that. Because really, you can work all day long, but deep, yeah, I very get, productive I work. Exactly. So. Let's stop and think about this. So let's put that biblically. So what you said about is believe, right? Mm. So then you also talked about faith, but what is faith? Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm. The Bible also says without faith, it is impossible to please God mm. because if you come to him, you must believe that he is, right? But it also says faith without works. Yeah. is dead yeah. being alone. So you can't just say, I got all this faith, but never take action. Right. So you can believe all you want right? that this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, you're it. But if you do not take action, you're never going to achieve it. Yeah. I don't care if it's whatever it is. And how many people you know, have you seen do that? Just talk, talk, talk about it and oh, never do God. it. So many. <laughs> Trust me. Never I, I, put it down. Never do it. Talk's cheap talk is, is what cheap. I've always said. Yep. Talk is rather cheap. But deep work right there is somebody taking action aside from all the distractions yep. you believe it but then you're taking action so that's mm -hmm. that's a big that's a big deal right there
Yeah. So here's a, here's another scripture, and this one right here it, that kind of goes along with that is in James uh, 1, and it, it talks about different things here, but count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. It goes down to this one to me is a big thing. <clears throat> a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. So what's a double-minded man? A man or a woman that just talk, <laughs> but do not take action. Right. So I want this and I want that. I want to be this. I want to be that. But it, it, it's talks cheap. And and so, but there's another side of that to me. There's people that kill themselves with their mouth. In other words, they they say this is their dream, but what they do is they actually kill themselves with a mouth, but I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that, mm-hmm. and I can't do that, and I can't do that, and you're killed by the words of your mouth. Yep. Literally, the life that God had planned for you, I believe that you can kill yourself with your mouth. So mm-hmm. if that's something I really want that I believe God gave me, I better guard my mouth because your program and your words out of the abundance of the mouth out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, right? Yep. And so we're accountable for those words. And it's amazing, this little tongue here, how, how it can say things <laughs> that you know that you shouldn't really be saying. Yeah. So saying you can't do it is a big one to me. That's the Bible says, us. Yeah, the Bible says, I can do all things yeah. through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And so that right there, if you one minute you say you can, and one minute you say you can't, you're killing yourself, yeah, and that's a double-minded man. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing to me. I yeah. could go on and on in that, but yeah. So that's deep work is taking action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Number two, he says, and I depth this where I got to work on. Wake up and go to bed at the same time every day. Now my, we're, so we're basically we're talking about sleep here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now obviously my job does throw that out of the whack a little bit. Um, when I'm on nights, that is not cannot be a good thing sometimes actually i i take that back i should i actually am good at this but way better than i used to be i don't i don't stay up all hours of the night and i get up early like if i'm off boat trader is america's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from we offer simple comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell find and finance new or used boats visit boattrader.com to get started Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. And I've encouraged people to do this, and I and I'm and I'm going to say I've stole that from other people. Maybe you, um, Jocko Willenick, he gets up at four, you know, three thirty, three o'clock every day. He's a Navy SEAL, Goggins, same thing, super early every day. These guys because 
they're go-getters and they want to get stuff done. And let me tell you something. You don't feel as good when you let you just sleep, 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 and then you get out of bed. Half the day's gone, and you can't be productive. You're like, man, I don't. You know, I feel like when I get up super early, I don't. I still can't get everything done. I want to get done one day. You only have so many hours. But he talks about going to bed the waking up and going to bed at the same time every day. Some people that's easier for than others. Uh, when I'm off work, that's definitely something I can do, and that's pretty much what I do. You know, I go to bed between. I mean, it just depends if I'm real tired. I mean, I'll go to bed between 10, 9, 10, or 11, somewhere in there. I never stay much over that. Hunting season, that's a little different. That throws things way out of whack. But, And then I get up, even when I'm off, I'll get up at 5 o'clock, and I've already been thinking about getting up earlier than that. Like, I need to just get stuff done and and go for it. And uh, he says what this does, though, being consistent like that, and I know this from the military because when we were in basic training, the first – Three weeks, they smoked the dog out of us, right? Like, we, they didn't let us sleep. They kept waking us up every night, all night long. Plus, you got all these shots, and you're sick from those shots that gave you. That's a whole other conversation. And then they're working you to death all day long. But once um, that was all done, the main beginning phase of that, we were getting, I think, was enough sleep, you know, five hours or whatever it was. I know some people require more. But we were going to bed at the same time. We were getting up at the same time. And we were eating at the same time, three times a day. Obviously, all the exercise, but those, people think, oh, it's just because you're in basic training, you're running and hiking, do all this stuff. Yes, it is. But we cannot forget the factor of eating at the same time, three meals a day, uh, and, and the sleep, the patterns, creating a pattern in your life. He says it increases your energy levels and it builds discipline. And that's, and that's the thing. I think all these come down to really one thing, and that is discipline. You so, know what I mean? So, so wouldn't you agree? This is okay. Here, here's where I'm at in life, and I've thought this for a long time, anyway. But um, wouldn't you agree? Like, okay, that discipline, like you said, with your job, one one week you're doing graveyard, mm -hmm. and one week you're doing days, days. So mm -hmm. that makes it a little more difficult. But um, I'll tell you a funny story. So in 1978, I went to Alaska. So if you've ever been to Alaska for any length of time, I got there in April, mm -hmm. and I left in November. And I actually went to Point Barrow, Alaska, which is the furthest point north in the continental United States. Mm -hmm. So I actually seen when the Arctic Ocean was all the way in, and because I was going back, flying in, back and forth from there, I also seen when the Arctic Ocean was totally out and there was no ice. Mm -hmm. I seen a polar bear... And I'm listening to you because I'm yeah at Point Barrel when I when I flew in there mm -hmm. on Wien Airlines, mm -hmm. and uh, we we would see a polar bear and stuff like that. So uh, so I would stay there for a certain amount of time, might be a week, might be less or whatever. But what was crazy about it here, I I me and my cousin l drove up the Alcan Highway from Oregon. Albany, Oregon, mm -hmm. drove up there, and then we lived in Anchorage, Alaska, right outside of the tent, uh, the city right there, mm -hmm. but then I flew to Point Barrel. Well, the thing of it is, if you've ever been to Alaska for any length of time, <clears throat> in the spring, obviously, uh, what's happening, you have less daylight. You yeah. have, okay, or wintertime, you have less daylight, mm -hmm. and so I actually seen that whole transition, and I'm the kind of person, I don't know, I don't know why, but I've always been where... Maybe because it's Grams, what she used to always said. Early mm. to bed, early to rise, yeah. makes one healthy, wealthy, and wise. And so for whatever reason, obviously when I was a teenager and I was out, I would I could stay out all night long and get up. Yeah, you're tired. 
but as you get a little bit older, that starts affecting yeah. you more. And so what happened is Graham, she would always be out working. I could get up early in the morning, go to the bathroom, look out the window, and she'd be She's out there working. working in the garden. Yeah. And so that's how she was. She would go to bed at nine or so. Well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're in Alaska, what would happen is it gets dark really early. And I, I literally, living in Anchorage, I remember the sun would barely come up and then it would go right back down. Mm-hmm. So what was crazy is actually Seldot in Alaska, that one year I was there where I was doing a training with this other guy, it, 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 what it was is it was like um, I'm normally affected by uh, the day, amount of daylight. And so because the, the sun, uh, the days were very long at this particular time, it, it would be light, I, I would say, I don't know, 20, 22 hours, and then the sun would set, go behind the mountains, and people were literally up there, they put tinfoil over their windows uh, to try to make it dark, and what's crazy, I've always been, majority of the time, I would go to bed, you know, say 10 o'clock, but I'm getting up, not with an alarm clock, but getting up at, like this morning, it was 3.20 a.m., not because I had to. But because I wanted to, I actually had to go to the bathroom, and then I just want to stay up, like, because myself personally, when I when I get up like that, and then go, if I go back to bed and lay lay down and try to go to sleep, very seldom do I do that, because I end up feeling it in my body. I feel better if I just stay up, right? But what's weird is, you, I would go to bed at one o'clock consistently and only get a few hours of sleep a night. Because of the the sun just set for a little bit. Because you just couldn't sleep or what? It's just, it's just I don't, it's, your body wasn't my needed. It, it, what's it called? The circadium or something like that. Uh-huh. Well, my maybe body, because the body. I never really got tired, huh? And so anyway, my normal thing is, you know, is probably ten o'clock, no later. Mm-hmm. But then I I'm getting up at four. I wake up at four o'clock and yeah. just feel like. And I'll tell you about it. As far as use of your time. Uh huh. My personal experience, why all the other people are sleeping, <laughs> the kids, yep. the wife, other people. You can be not, most productive. You can be more productive mm-hmm. if you do that. And you can get more done almost sometimes, I've experienced, in from 4 a.m. to, say, 7 a.m., which is that three hours, or 8 a.m., that's four hours, yeah. than you can sometimes the rest of the day because you're just focused time. Yeah. And so what's crazy, I've done the numbers. I don't have it off the top of my head. But President Trump has said more than, you know, it's been out there a long time about sometimes he, majority of the time, he only needs, he feels three or four hours of sleep a night. Hmm. Well, let's just talk about the person that, say he sleeps four hours. He said that himself. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And other people sleep eight hours, four hours. (laughs) Multiply four times five days a week. Yeah. That's 20 hours. Multiply that. That's 80 a month. Think about a year. Oh, my gosh. Dude, he's, do you realize, if you if you do that, play with those numbers a little bit. If you to. do that, think about the things. 960 hours a year. Okay, so 960. Divide by 24? Yeah, and find That's that. 40 days extra. 40 You're days. a year. You're gaining <laughs> a full. You're gaining mu- more than a month. Over a month. Over a month. That's crazy. You're gaining, how can you compete with a person that lives you like can't. that? That's insane. Elon Musk, I was just reading an article about him. He says his perfect time is six hours. Mm. That's about mine. Yeah, so that's about mine, too. Honestly, I 
I, Thomas was telling me he says he's an eighter. Oh yeah. Well, and, 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 and everybody's is, different. Good. Yeah, yeah everybody's different. Um, That's fine. That just means you got to plan your bedtimes earlier. Is all it is. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, five six hours. I've always felt that, and people are just like, yeah, I don't, I can't. I'm like, I don't know. I did. I feel totally full, good, functioning. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know when I'm not though. Have Have you ever woke up feeling really good? Went back to bed, went to sleep yep. for two hours, and woke up and felt thrashed. Yep. And I guarantee there ain't a person listening to this that hasn't done the same thing. So uh, why not get up? Yeah. Exactly. Discipline. Yeah. And really, that's really is why do you, if you feel that good because yeah. you don't feel good every single day you wake up. Yeah. You don't feel like. My goodness, I am like sharp, focused. I, like it's weird. I know the difference when I wake up and I just feel like I am just ready to yeah. take on the world. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the other times you're just like, I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, you know. So, well, why aren't we? Why do we do that? And we just lay back down. You know why? Because a mental thing. Like, well, I need two more hours of sleep. Yeah. Well, do you? Because yeah. obviously your body is telling you you really didn't. And then now you feel thrashed, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah. But let's uh, let's go on. Do you want to say any more yeah. about that or just go on to the next no, one? I mean, there's so, tons that we could say. So what I'm saying is, you know, obviously most people that you, the information out there says you have to have at least eight hours. Yeah. Well, I say to that, it's a choice. And it if is. I feel good at five hours, six hours, two hours, four hours, and I'm pretty consistent, then personally, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sleep is a very important part of one's life. Getting rest, proper rest. If you want to know the truth, I I I believe big time in power naps. Oh, dude. Thomas laughs at me right now. He'll change his tune one day because I thought the same thing. I you now you might not agree with this. Me personally, I'd way rather. I get. I feel. I enjoy a power nap. Way better than I do sleep at night, if that makes sense. Like, when I lay down, now hear me out. When I lay down at night and I'm exhausted, I'm tired. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this. <laughs> yeah. For this bed, this pillow, this house I can be in. I'm thankful, right? And But when I wake up in the morning, I, like I said, I don't wake up every morning feeling like just spry and chipper. You're, you're, I get out of bed. It's fine. I don't, I don't hit the snooze button. I don't do none of that. But I get out of bed because it's a discipline of things you've been doing for a long part of your life. But something about, let's say if I only got three hours of sleep at night and I'm exhausted. I know in my mind, if I can get a power nap, it, it takes, it fixes all that. When does yours usually hit? What time of day? Because they... Where I start getting tired? Well, there's just some day... Or a, a nap. Yeah, a nap. Now... And listen, when I say a nap, we're not talking I, like... No. Going to bed. I'm not talking about no. that. No. Yeah. Well, what I would do when I was doing ag is I'd be leaving, I'd get up at 145 in the morning. I leave my house at two. I would get home around two and I'd go straight to bed and sleep for 45 minutes. And it was amazing what that did for me. Like I could function. I don't know how. Totally feel recharged. Yeah. 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 See, and that might even be a little long because I think power naps are like less than 30, aren't they? Yeah. So my, my personal experience, unless I'm like super exhausted and I might do that, but there has been times I don't like say, oh, now I'm going to go take, no, no, no. take a power map. I just <laughs> literally, time, there are some times that I might just, I might just sit down and I'm feeling it and I might take five minutes yep. or 10 at the most because my personal experience is when you take too long of those and you wake up, you yep. almost feel groggy. I don't yep. like that. Yeah. But a short one, it's like, dude, you feel so good mm. after that power nap. Mine's around the same time you were saying, around two-ish. Mm. And I think some of it has to do with when you may eat. 
because yeah. 30% of your energy is taken to digest your food. So I think that hits me. And I usually, I might have something, I eat maybe around that time, sometime, in, you know, one-ish or so mm. like that. And then I feel like it. Mm. I feel like it. And I might just sit for a little bit. I might go to sleep in my chair for a little bit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I focus, it's it's, focus it's key. On. And it's not something I think about every day or can't even do. I don't hardly do it anymore because the, the way I job I have right now, but it's something that can recharge you. Totally. And totally. make you, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't plan on it. It just happens. Mm, and then right. thankfully I can do it. So and I, well, some, I mean, even people, if they're filmed like that, you know, you're on break or something on lunch. I know people, a lot of people have lo go lay down for 15 minutes. Yeah. It's it's just it's learning your body because your body you're in your body every day yeah. and you got to learn out you got to learn what it needs if you're not feeling right you always feel groggy you need to figure something out yeah that's no way to live yeah. you know what I mean why I, I mean maybe I'm maybe it's because we're into fitness and working out and all this stuff maybe you start I think that did was a big change in my life in 2013 I've worked on and off my whole life but up until 2013 when I went on deployment. In June of 2013, I told myself, I will start working out. I'm going to work out this whole deployment and make it a life a life thing now where I'm never going to quit because I'd always hit that three-month mark, just like most people do, two months and, oh, you know, New Year's resolution, oh, January, yeah. and then New two months are gone. I've done it, okay? But I have not stopped. And since 2013 of June, it's 2021. So basically, we're, we're coming up on nine, almost nine years in June of 2022, and it's been the best thing for my back, for my health, for my mind. People don't understand when you're push. Now we're talking about heavier weights, and I'm not saying that's for everybody, and that's not something you should do all the time for purposes of taking care of your body. But I will say this. Working out has saved my back, number one. I, I, I could give so many benefits of lifting weights, and I'm talking pretty decent heavy weights, okay? Um. I was very leery of doing deadlifts, and I'm not, again, whatever we say on this podcast does not mean it's something you should do, but I was leery of it. Thomas wanted to start doing it first. He did it by himself for a while because I didn't want to, but then what I realized what was happening is we started out super, super light, and what it was doing, it was strengthening my core, not just deadlifts, all the things that go along with it, mm -hmm. right? All your accessory workouts, which is core, back, uh, what's, what's uh, what do they call that? I always forget this every time I try to think of it. It's the muscles on either side of your spine. Uh, mm, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Anyways. Backstrap? <laughs> yeah. Really? That's what it is. Well, there's a fancy word they have for it. But anyways, when you have muscle in that and you have back problems, it stabilizes that. And that's how people get hurt because that thing's weak and it gets out of tweak. And, it, it, you know, Jack, and I've had back problems for years. I had a helicopter accident years ago. Uh, compressed and blew out my vertebrae, my L3 and 4. And so... For years, I, I would be bent over getting out of bed because of that, not being able to stand straight for 15, 20 minutes as a young person. But when I started working out, that all went away. And, and, and to me, I told Thomas, we've talked about this, that will never be something that's not part of my life. I don't want to go back to that pain. And I, I'm sorry I got off on this rabbit trail, but I don't even remember where I was going with that as far as the purpose of it, but just, just working out and what it's done for me, for the mind. I was talking mm. about the mind. It's like, because there has been things that I've accomplished that I didn't know if I could ever do it, but because I stayed at it and I worked hard at it, it's strengthened the mind. When you're, when you're, and this ain't a crazy amount of weight, but I've had 450 on my back and I've squatted it. And let me tell you something. 
<laughs> when you enter, and these guys that do a thousand pounds is mind blowing, but when you're standing there weighing 205 pounds, then when I did that and you unrack that weight and you're stepping back and you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders and no one's going to understand this unless you've done these, this specific thing in your mind, you have to have a strong mind to know when I go down, I will come back up because when you feel that on your back, it feels like no way, no possible way. That's twice your weight, huh? Yeah, I did. That was what our goal was. I didn't, haven't done it with the bench press. I've done three fifteen with the bench press, and I've done five hundred on the deadlift. Thomas did five fifteen or five twenty five. But the whole point of that is, is like you said, and maybe in another episode about beating. It's all about doing beating yourself and doing better than yourself. Always make yourself better. I, I'm so glad Thomas lifted more. I care. The whole goal is he beat himself. I'm not yeah. in competition with him. We're raised, that's why I like lifting because we're helping, we're pushing wouldn't, each other. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say then he that was inspiring to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So personally, it's. I inspire it, him, he inspires me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I heard this one message this one time. This guy said, the enemy, enemy. Enemy. <laughs> enemy, enemy. So the thing that you're really battling, if you, if you forget and if you, Set that aside, trying to be com competition with other people. But use Which there's it as a point you can feed off of that, too. Oh, yeah, you're feeding off the energy. But I'm talking about letting yeah. somebody inspire you to be the best that you can make, mm -hmm. be. You know? And so, yeah, like I said, with Trinity, that inspired me because mm -hmm. she did it. And you know what? Where I was in my life, I'm going to start doing this. And so I started meal planning. And it becomes part of you, your daily regimen. And, and it's not hard at all. And I maybe have a pound or so I want to lose, but what I'm doing right now too is because really I have, I have to say, you know, not, not only like Dave Goggins, but it's more Cam Haynes because I like to bow hunt, I like to hunt elk, I and uh, and I know the benefits of working out. I'm not into heavy weights at all personally mm. because trust me, as you get older, okay, the action on your joints mm. and all that stuff, I get that stuff, okay. Mm. But like I, I started doing uh, the local uh, uh, call the college there where we live. Uh, started doing the stairs today. When we get down here, I'm going back over there. Like you said, with your back mm -hmm. going. What I always <clears throat> noticed when I would go hunting because I've had back issues. I've been in the hospital. I've been in traction from doing things, the business I had, and all that stuff accidents and what i've always noticed whenever i'd go hunting and we'd be climbing it didn't hurt you. my back never bothered me yeah and it was like i always thought about that and so what it was it was strengthening those mm -hmm. muscles somehow and so uh you know when i had that fall when me and thomas went with that backpack on it jam my left knee and i kind of almost did a face plant but um I could. I woke up one morning and when i got back home and my back was feeling that way and so anyway i went to a deep tissue massage therapist and I went to a chiropractor and now I'm almost hundred percent. But the mm. thing of it is I started doing the stairs at, at the college mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, dude, my back feels so good. My legs, my calves are so sore, but I'm feeling so but good. good, but I'm taking it to another level. When I seen Cam take 132 pounds, put in his backpack and basically jog up that mountain, I'm like, dude, this guy I need to connect to because he's inspiring me. Mm. He's inspiring me not to compete with him, but to be the best that I can yes, be. Yes, 
and do that. And that isn't, trust me, right now with, in my life, that isn't just about my health. Spiritually, uh, you know, I recently, and I told, shared with you, listened to a, a video of an old-time preacher and talking about the value of fasting spiritually. And I'm committed. I mean, I'm committed one day a week right now, and it may go to two, one day a week fasting, and I'm talking no food. This is only for me. I don't care what nobody mm-hmm. else says. I'm just saying for me, one day a week, I'm mm-hmm. committing that. And mm-hmm. there's more than just spiritual. It's also physical. Because if you read about fasting, yeah. it's actually anti-aging. Mm. And so I want to be the best I can be. Well, that that's a perfect, uh, talking about that is good right into the next point. Number three is delayed gratification. So too much, he says, too much partying, TV shows, video games, unhealthy food, etc., will ruin your motivation. How true is that, right? Like, our, our natural as a human always wants to do stuff that makes us feel good, right? Like, meaning the flesh, mm-hmm. what it wants, right? Like, you've mm-hmm. talked about food, what you put in your mouth, um, you know, but can you sustain eating bags of candy every single day as the only source of food that you intake in your body? Absolutely not. Um, but I like how he says that delayed gratification, because there's nothing wrong with these things. Some of these things that we like to do and, and have fun, but you, we, we, we've talked about, so delayed gratification, meaning it's kind of cool as it sounds to go out on a duck hunt every single time and have birds just landing on top of your head and limbing out in 20 minutes. As cool as that kind of sounds to have happen every single time you hunt, you know what would happen after that? You wouldn't appreciate it. It wouldn't mean nothing to you anymore. After so many times, it would not mean nothing to you. But when you've struggled, when you've sweat, when you've bled, when you've cried, when you've climbed that mountain for that elk and you've been, and the elk outsmarted you or, or whatever it is, or, or you, maybe you failed on that job thing and you didn't get that. Maybe you didn't get that job or you didn't uh, finish in time, whatever it was. It makes everything so much better when it does go through. And that's all part of that journey and that process that we've talked about. And he talks about working hard now and making short-term sacrifices for your long-term goal. Heard that before. Yeah. Lots of time. No. I totally believe that, and uh, the first thing is you got to figure out what is your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got to believe you can get your purpose, right? But then you also have to take action, right? Yep. <clears throat> and like you said, uh, right there, delayed I mean, gratification. Delayed yeah. gratification, and and most people that you, you know, like you said, the prime example of that is January first. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, I need this. And in fact, back when I had a membership at the gym, it was so funny because right after January 1st, everybody and their grandma was in the gym working out, you know, and that's all good. But by 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, the crowd crowd gets less and less and less and less. And, and, you know, so, yeah, it takes a commitment to. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. delayed gratification. Well, I mean, honestly... Do you realize, I have no idea. If I never really figured it out how long it took, it took me years to get my first bull with a bull. Mm-hmm. How many times I had close calls. Yep, right there. Had, it was just right there. And you know what? You could quit. Mm-hmm. You could literally quit out of frustration. Yep. And there's people that do that. But um, got to kind of enjoy the, the, the journey. 
because it normally, in fact, Bill, the funny thing was Bill, me and John have been hunting together uh, quite a while, archery hunting, mm. and his brother Bill, the first year he finally ended up getting a tag in Montana, archery hunting, and he came there. He thought, because he's rifle hunted them before. Yeah. But the first year he went there when he did what, I wasn't there, but John and Bill was hunting together. And the first year he went there, because I, I came up with this this a little different way than probably most anybody has seen about going after an elk and archery hunt when they're in the rut and stuff like that. Well, I got that six point. The next year, John got a, a five point. The next year, John got another five or a six point. And then the next year... I believe it was Bill got drawn, and he went there and he got one. And he'll tell you, man, he thought this is so easy to mm -hmm. get get an elk this way, you know. Like so, the next year he didn't get one, and it's been a while since he got one because you can only get draws, mm -hmm. you know. It's a draw, but John lives there, and so he can get it every year. But I'm just saying, it's that delayed gratification. <clears throat> but do you realize the high fives? Oh, and the right. the experience when I got that me and Greg he, it was the same as if he got it when I got it it yep. was my day to shoot and everything just came together yep. and you worked hard and you spent all that time mm -hmm. years yeah mm -hmm. so, well, in then, some ways your well, your years of knowledge yeah well the experience the the experience of it because really think about it I started went with my parents probably when I was fourteen or fifteen my dad and they never had YouTube. Mm -hmm. They didn't have all the videos. Yeah. And so you pretty much learned on your own. Yeah. You know, but now what's awesome is you got like podcasts, mm -hmm. you got this, like what we're doing. It and helps you, people. You got a whole lot of other people. People that, advance way faster now oh, than they used to. Well, way doesn't the Bible faster. say something that knowledge would increase? Mm -hmm. You know, and so. And I've thought of that different ways, but I never thought about like in this way. And I'm like, lately I've been thinking, I was like, man, that's why people are getting, being better duck hunters within a year or two because they're watching all this stuff and they're, Someone else paid the price to get yep. that knowledge, and now they're learning, which is great, right? Yeah. That's the whole point. But We're like the, the delayed gratification thing, like I can't think of how many hundreds of hours me and Tom spend the gym for us to beat that 500 pound deadlift. Yeah, that 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 started at 135 pounds on a little dumb bar, uh, uh, barbell. Yeah, that's where it started. You know what I mean? And from that point, that point was a few years. Like it wasn't not no thing that happened overnight. It was almost a pipe dream. Yeah. And then when it really happened, it was yeah. the most rush adrenaline, amazing. Yeah. Like you said, high fiving. Yeah. And so whether it's that or anything else, it's just there. The best things don't happen instantly. The best things happen over time when the effort and the hard work's put in. Yeah. Um, I almost think we should just end there. That's probably we'll we'll finish the last three because these these are definitely gonna be longer ones. So I don't even wanna yeah I don't even wanna uh, start these kiss. And actually, we kind of we kind of jumped ahead on accident just because it's all part of this. But the next one's basically talking about working out minimum time three three times a week to train your body and your mind. More importantly, which um. When we, when I say train, you know, we don't, Thomas and, and myself, we do not sustain a powerlifting state. You just can't do it. It's not good on your joints, not good on your body. We've just, you go through phases, like you do a three-month window, and that's what you do. Then you do off-season training. It's bodybuilding or just building muscle groups or whatever. Um, we also, I like doing cardio. I've been doing cardio to drop some weight. I've, I've dropped weight. And then duck season, I usually lo lose a little bit just because we're always out, being out there, not eating much. Is and that in the boat or muck and mire? 
That's the muck and mire. <laughs> See, that's why you need to be in the muck and mire so you can I'll, get in better shape. I'll take shape. the stadium. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, today, you, you know, I got a little thought and, and, and whatever you want to add for that. But, you know, there's a guy that's the CEO of a company that I've been with. And anyway, he, he has a speech he, he does every at, at the close, usually, uh-huh. of, his, of a convention or whatever. But he, he talks about the dash. And so the dash is what's in between the day you oh, were yeah. born and the day you die. Whether that's 50, 60, 80, 90, the dash. Mm. So what are you going to do with the dash, you know? And so it's kind of interesting because if you stop and thought about it, if, you know, from the day you were born, if everybody had the allotted time of 70 years, you know, you, you know, it's like, where are you spending your time? But that dash is like, what are you doing? Well, my goal in life for me personally at this point, especially where I'm at, is like every part of my life, I'm, I'm stepping up a whole notch. Not for, because of you, but kind of, kind of for you mm-hmm. as an example. I mean, if you can see me do it at my age, like, and the grandkids can mm-hmm. see it, I can enjoy them, God willing, longer. Mm-hmm. And so what are you going to do with the dash? Mm-hmm. The day you were born to the day you die. And nobody knows that but God. Yep. But you have a choice. <laughs> yep. You're free to choose. Well, your life's a vapor. Yeah. It says, what is life? It's but a vapor. 70, hey, honestly, 70 years it's right nothing. now? It's nothing. It's nothing. Well, try being 66 and knowing that, okay, I only got till 70. That's four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, my father-in-law passed away, you know, on the 24th of October. Uh, he's 84. I'm I'm not that far from 84. 66 minus you know, 84 minus years. 66, that ain't that long. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is, is personally, my personal, no medication, okay? Natural food, exercise, living a wholesome life. Uh, really focus, number one, on God and uh, really getting to a whole higher level because the Bible does say, and I'll close with that, in Daniel, the people that knew all their God shall be strong and do exploits. And I think you and me, I think you would agree that there needs to be a whole lot of more exploits going on right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. We'll finish up like a part two of the rest of this on the next one. We'll see you. Yeah, good day. We're excited to score, baby!